Feel like the man in the city. Yeah. Surrounded by all these women. Yeah. I'm a young face skipping. I'm trying to see who gon' let me pop a willy. Shorty body banging, banging, bang. Wondering do it match the sex game. She got up on top of the door. The chick like she play for the S game. Told her bend it over. She on all fours. Shorty looking like a four wheeler. Put the magnum on, start stroking it. Yeah, I swear that like a dope dealer. I like to go down low. She like when I'm down low. Just say what you down for. And when she grind, open her ear. I tell her, baby girl, you can get it. I let her know that I'm a real G. Shout it, stop smiling. Now she know I wanna pop it. Let me pop a willie, pop it in that kitty. LOL, really? She like, boy, you silly. Let me pop a willie, pop it in that kitty. Trying to find a way to fit in Busy all week, we can meet up on the weekend Trying to pop a willy, that willy you make a give in No, no, no No, 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 we ain't making no love We just doing what the gon' for, duh I found the nicest way to say Can I come in here to ride right away? Beat that sideways Beat that sideways Can I, can I Beat that sideways Hit that sideways Get out, hit it sideways I don't get tired, put your hands up If you try to run, I get the handcuffs up you know what it is, a stick up. Girl, you know I'm feeling, but I know, I know she know I wanna pop a Let me pop a willy, pop it in that kitty. LOL, really? She like, boy, you silly. Let me pop a willy, pop it in that kitty. LOL, really? She like, boy, you silly. Let me pop a willy, let me pop a willy, let me pop a willy. Relationships more, any subject we got it in store. Big talking brewskis is coming in live. Crack when open, Marissa has arrived. Big talking brewskis with Marissa Smith. 
Hey guys, happy Friday. This is Big Talkin' Brewskies. I'm Marissa Smith. We've got Rodney Daniels with us. What's up guys? Happy Friday. And we have Melissa Diaz. Hello, how are you? Good, how you doing? Uh, yeah, you can like control your volume here if you need to. Okay. Uh, so Rodney Daniels, how was your week? Uh, my week was uh, good. It was very, very busy. So um, as I talked to you guys about last week, I got into a musical called An Evening with Sarah Vaughn, and we have been in rehearsal like all this week. Saturday is a what's called a backers audition. So we have fifty investors of all, like RSVP like to see like if they're like gonna actually like invest in the show. Wow. So if, if anybody else out there that's thinking about investing in it. An evening with Sarah Vaughn. It's going to be a musical full of beautiful jazz music. Um, look me up on Facebook. So oh. yeah, so it's been pretty exciting. I'm acting. That's very you know? exciting. Yeah, my, no, that's awesome. I'm acting thing. So um, where where is this? Uh, are the investors at a show? It's going to uh, at Ripley Greer. It's on like 38th oh. and 8th. Oh, okay. Somewhere like in that yeah, area. Yeah. yeah. And like, do they have to RSVP or can they? Uh, yeah, the, it's an RSVP. But you can um, just hit me up on my Facebook. Yeah. So yeah, so yeah. hit Rodney up. Ripley Gray yeah. Studio is really nice. Yeah, yeah. no, it's awesome. It's yeah, an awesome so yeah, space. good space. I'm really excited about it. The music, it's just like, you know, I'm talking like over piano, like it just sounds like so beautiful and yeah. singing, and it's like, oh my god, I'm acting in New York City. <laughs> <It's so> awesome. <laughs> I definitely love like the acting environment in New York City. It's it's uh, it wasn't for me. I tried it, but it's very nice there's something about that stage and well i'm i'm from wisconsin so it's like just to like get to new york and be like acting in new york it's just like a dream come true feels how does it feel now that you're here surreal surreal you you know yeah like wow like this is like happening (laughs) (laughs) i'm excited for you that's great congratulations awesome thank you congrats Cheers. cheers cheers um so melissa how was your week uh, week has been pretty good. Kind of busy. It was nice. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. D- did you have a lot of gigs or? Yeah, I, I uh, recently had a spike in some good some good gigs. I'm just enjoying them while they last. You yeah, know, they they come and go. So, I have a background in music. I used to sing in this Puerto Rican band for eight years before oh, wow. I started doing stand up. So I I know how that goes. You know, so it's just yeah. you kind of just ride the wave, enjoy it. Uh, I'm working on a cartoon. Uh, we dropped it today, tonight. I do. I work on it with my boyfriend. We write it together. Uh, he's Congrats. also a comic. What, what kind of cartoon? It's a. Uh, well, okay. It's a four-minute-long uh, news parody segment. Right. It's a cartoon. I animate everything. I draw everything. I do the backgrounds. Right. Oh wow. We write it together, and uh, it's basically. Uh, it's called The Real News with Alex Vitar. Okay. Okay. And it's hard to explain. It's like a monologue joke, sort of, okay. right? Yeah. With with uh, some funny scenes after, right? Some f- cutaways. Yeah. Uh, South Parky Adult Swimmy. Okay. okay. But what we do is we make jokes about what whatever we can think of that sort of is scary to to the American zeitgeist today, right? Anything right. that people are terrified of, we make that the reality in the show. 
Okay. Right? So lizard people are a go, you know, just like all kinds of stuff. You know what I mean? Uh, the president is um, it's Ronald McDonald, you know? <laughs> Ronald J. Rick, president, Ro- exactly. Right. Ronald J. Rick, <laughs> smirking over there. <laughs> like, well, I mean, he is. Right. <laughs> like, what, that's, isn't that's that reality? Weird. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's what's happening now. So it's a lot of fun, and, uh, and we like playing with that uh, aesthetic, and it's, you know, dark, gothic kind of stuff but it's yeah. it's really fun so oh, that's awesome like it. congratulations yeah. thank you yeah. uh where can people uh look at your cartoon uh you can find it on youtube just google you know real real news with alex Vitar. type in the whole thing or you're just gonna wind up with alex jones you know <laughs> we're, we're, we're and competing that's even there. scarier <laughs> yeah exactly that'll really scare the pants off you but um <laughs> definitely see where we get it from and it's it's just that yeah just youtube it you know if you feel like it's fun it's on, we're on a second episode today as of today we'll probably post the next one next month nice yeah. nice um so now you said that you were in a puerto rican band yeah so uh was it like a girl band or like uh like what kind of was it like pop music <sighs> was it oh uh, well, tell uh, us about it oh <laughs> <laughs> well all right uh it all started uh i think it was my early very early 20s like 22 23 tops and um i ran into this uh this Puerto Rican roots band. Okay. And they do this interesting sort of fusion, which isn't, um, it's not world fusion, right? It's Puerto Rican fusion. So it fuses, uh, Hiwato music from the mountains, uh, you know, uh, cane cutting peasants that lived in the mountains, like early on, uh, and, uh, then African Puerto Rican roots music, they put it together, right? So it's like the European and the African right. as one. And then we make, they may had in like an urban spin to it, you know, cause it was really just a bunch of kids that grew up here like me, like in the Bronx and LES and, right. uh, okay. you know, like Spanish Harlem and stuff like that. And it's kind of right. like sort of like a revamping of all those sort of spirituals and mountain songs, you know, and all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, but it fed into because I'm half Dominican too, it fed okay. into me singing with a lot of other bands like a Dominican Salva band and just kind of being a part of the, like the sort of Afro-Caribbean New York scene, which was right. a lot of fun. Yeah, oh, that's okay. awesome. Wow. Yeah, yeah, a lot, a lot of fun. Really, 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 really good performers. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Um, so, like, w- did you like tour with them? Or? Yeah, <laughs> yeah like, we toured, we played, we played Broadway off Broadway. We toured around Puerto Rico. We toured the States. We did a lot of colleges and universities. It's like a, it's like a legit band. It yeah. was a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, and it was sort of uh, a step in that direction for me of performing. You know, I knew I, I was, knew I wanted to perform. Right. I thought I was acting at first. I was very goofy about it. Same thing with singing, you know, then yeah. I finally, I found stand up so like, so late really, you know, if I had known about it sooner, I probably would have done it sooner, but I just didn't. So yeah, you know, it kind of came. I feel it like did. you don't find stand up. Stand up finds you like, y- yeah. you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, because I feel like you're not, it's not something like some people grow up with the idea like, Oh, like one day I'd like to be a stand up, but I feel like, yeah, the, but for the most part, I feel like, you're not going to move in that direction until your life takes you there. You yeah, know? I don't understand. Honestly, yeah. I mean, I envy yeah. the people that disco- that are like, I'm going to be a stand-up comic when they're like 14. Envy yeah. them, right? Yeah. But also, I think they're weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <Because laughs> yeah. I, right. I think yeah. you're like a little weird. You know, yeah. like that's this little off because you can't do stand-up without life. Exactly. Yeah. To feed off of. Yeah. So you're basically deciding to just feed kind of just feed off of yourself you know and just kind of it's a i don't i don't know yeah yeah because like i i i, I kind of feel like a lot of jokes do come from uh a, a little pain or angst inside and so that like i kind of feel like 
when you're like 14, 15, like, yeah, like you're an angsty teenager, but mm. like you don't really have like the life experience to, you know, write jokes. So I think it's the same thing for like writers, like, you know, like you need to live life in order to mm. have something to write about. And, you know, other than like mom is grounding you because you stayed out too late. Like, what are your jokes about? <laughs> I can't like- really think of any any comedians that are like younger Nico White is a good comic who started when he was like 14, I think. Wow. Yeah. And he's, th- is he even, thir- well, no, he's 24 now. Oh, wow. He's been stand up for f- 10 years, you know? Like yeah, but Pete, he's he's very good. Yeah. Pete Davidson's on SNL and he started when he was like, like 13, 14 or something like that. Mm-hmm. Wow. So there's, there was a lot of, and, and even like Chris, uh, Chris I think Rock was really young when he Chris started. Chris Rock too. was young. Mm-hmm. Eddie Murphy was, was young. young. But Chris, Chris Rock said he bombed a lot for many years, and that, maybe that's kind of that what you're talking yeah. about. It probably just came from that, right? Functionally, you know how to fu- you know how to function as a comic on stage, right? But there's nothing feeding it, right? I mean, that comes yeah. later. It's like you know you need that little something inside uh, that 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 re- helps you write the jokes. Otherwise, it's just like, ah, who am I taking to prom? Waka waka, like. It would be that character, actually. Yeah, you're <laughs> <right>. <laughs> what do you think did that for you? Like, what was what's the thing that uh, feeds you? Um, Stand up. So it's 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 funny. So uh, I, I'm going to tell an origin story. Uh, so <laughs> uh, I had been single for a really long time, and I kept trying to figure out, like, you know, like what's important to me to find in a man and so like i kept writing all these lists and uh like funny like a funny guy like kept coming up and i had uh volunteered uh for the red cross uh during hurricane katrina how's that uh well i i hoped that it would have been more um of a hardship and more adventurous yeah. than it was, but yeah. they sent me to like, because like I'm, I'm like good with computers. So they like sent me to just basically like this data mine where I was supposed to like help find people that were like cheating the system. And like, I was expecting to like put on like, you know, m- like mud boots and go out and like bring food to the people and like, <laughs> you know, run from alligators and That's shit. That's what happens you're smart. They're just it, like, just keep doing smart stuff. Just do the put smart you, stuff. Just stay inside. And it was <laughs> just like, it's like, I was just uh, in front of a computer for like 10 hours a day. And I was like, how is this any different than my regular life? Um, but right, like, you know, <laughs> 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 I cannot hear to help people <laughs> it's just like and all i'm doing is like oh and this one's a scammer and that one's a scammer it's like when do i start passing out the soup that's why i came right like, um so what did you wh- find a lot of scammers yeah how many were yeah, yeah oh wow what would There's they a- scan like right what are they scamming yeah. that's so, that's the interesting part money so like basically like they get vouchers for like you know let's say you're getting vouchers for like hotels or clothing or medication or whatever. And, and they were giving out like, a, they were giving out just like, um, kind of like visa, like gift cards so that you could like pay for your stuff. Mm. And so, um, these people would be scamming so that they would get like, you know, like double, triple, six, seven times the money. And so what we were supposed to do is kind of look them up in the system and then see if we could find multiple um, claims for the same people. 
And so, uh, like, the thing was is that they, they taught us how to do it one way. But, again, I'm good with computers. So, like, um, I was just, at that time, most people didn't have two cell phones. So they only uh-huh. had, like, one cell phone or, or one number. And, like, Google um, Google numbers weren't really a thing at that time. So, like, they would have us, like, search the person's name, which, you know, you very well can have, like, 45 John Smiths. It doesn't mean John Smith is a scammer. But if I look up the phone number for John Smith and I see seven accounts with variations of J. Smith, J. W. Smith, John W. Smith, like, Uh, jwr smith like you know what i mean and they all have the same phone number and then you can just be like okay well this person is is scamming oh right so like then like it pulls up like multiple accounts through the phone number so uh and then once i figured that out then they give you a raise once you figure that out it was free (laughs) (laughs) so the answer is yes (laughs) it was zero plus zero yeah i got got double zeros um so uh yeah so like then i was just doing that and then i got so disappointed from it uh because i was like oh i came here to help people and 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 then really you're just taking people down you know like it's like uh, 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 i became the man uh yeah yeah yeah. that scammer clearly needed the money yeah Yeah. i was the whole time you're thinking it i was kind of like but i mean you know you know like yeah come on yeah (laughs) i didn't like you know but that's maybe they need the extra money to invest in the stock market that's pretty smart you know penny stocks or anything yeah uh but so i i got really like disappointed after and so when i came back home from um from my deployment the first email that i opened was for a comedy class and i was just like oh you know something i I've been looking for funny guys. I really need to feel good about something because I feel really shitty about like taking down all the scammers. Taking down these scammers. (laughs) (laughs) So I was just like, I'm just going to take this comedy class and see what happens. And which one was it? uh, I I went to Manhattan Comedy. um, Uh, Me too. That was that was the the one I took. Yeah, started. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I took that class, and uh, you know, fast forward however many years later, and I'm still doing it. So the system beat you down. Yeah, you were like, I can't. That's it. It's like when when the system (laughs) makes you the man, then you got to change yourself. (laughs) 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 So uh, how did how did you like? Was it the singing that brought you to comedy or? Um, it was a probably a whole host, whole host of a lot of things, I guess. Uh, you know, uh, dysfunctional family, right? Um, my dad died when I was sixteen. I think that started me off, sort of. Yeah. Uh, into this sort of spiral into something. I don't know. Maybe just feeling alone, you know, and just kind of finding, trying to find a place for myself. Mm-hmm. You yeah. Know? So performing started off with that, and then. Uh, I went through something sort of on a tangent with what you're talking about because uh, initially I was going to join the Foreign Service okay, for similar reasons, right? I wanted to kind of be a part of some kind of progression, you know, yeah. kind of see where it went. But then the more I sort of explored uh, the politics and the bureaucracy within the State Department, I kind of realized that uh, it was more of the same bullshit, you know? Yeah. So I just kind of went, well, why am I running away from being a performer? When it's literally the same everywhere you go, it's always going to be the same sort of situation, yeah. right? There's so a hierarchy just do, and... Yeah, you know. there's bullshit politics and comedy too, right? Yeah, exactly. So you can't run away from it, so you might as well do the thing you like doing. Right. Yeah. 
It's true. Yeah, and find your sort of niche in it. Yeah. Yeah. Ronnie, how did you start? Um, I just kind of fell into it. I've always been a performer. I've been acting ever since I was like a kid. Oh, cool. And so um, I moved here and I, I found a friend that was a comedian and he was just like, oh, I'm on the show. You think you want to like get on it? I could talk to the promoter and uh, here I am. Who was it? <laughs> His name is Sean Strauss. Shout out, Sean. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so uh, one of the promoters saw me like, and then they asked me to do like another show and then I, I think you saw me on a show and then asked me to do one of your shows and then... I just been doing You guys shows. get up in Brooklyn mostly, right? N- no, I'm no. usually no. in Manhattan. Yeah, what should. part, though? Um, I never, I, I've never run into you guys, uh, but mostly because I'm only in Greenwich, mostly. Yeah, right? like yeah. Uh, like uh, Greenwich. I think the first time that I met you, we did a show together yeah. at the Pair. Um, wow. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I think it was, maybe it was Amanda's show or... Um, yeah. yeah, I could see that being the show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She's a little more kind of extroverted like she kind of goes into you know she she knows more comics i think than yeah. the yeah. average comic at the pair yeah amanda that was here last week yeah 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 i yeah. think it was amanda's show that i i saw you at and i was just like oh okay and i'm like and i'm always kind of like on the lookout like trying to find like more like female comics so as soon as i'm just like oh it's just funny like i'm gonna get her on the show one day let me add you on facebook like, we do know? that we go yeah. and scout well it's like okay let's go to a comedy show oh they're funny yeah <laughs> <laughs> ronnie go talk to them see if they want to do the show yeah <laughs> Because like, yeah, because cool yeah, I'm I'm more introverted, and yeah. so like you know, it's just like he's more like I'm like the, hi, we have a radio show, Big Talk Roosies. You want to do it? <laughs> yeah, I can see that. You guys compl- compliment each other very well. Yeah, uh, <laughs> thank you. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I'm more like, oh, what's their name? I'm gonna add them on Facebook, and then I'm gonna book them later. Like, I'm introverted. Like, like, how do I like their statuses? Oh, is that pro Trump? <laughs> yeah you gotta think about it right you've already had your mind made up like since months before you're already yeah. like, okay locked and loaded yeah right. it's like um when fall comes i'll totally ask like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's like i need to work up to it i relate to that 100 <laughs> percent. yeah that's cool um so uh are you a big fan of malcolm gladwell i was for a while i guess i still am i uh I did enjoy reading some of his stuff. When he first came out, though, you know, he was like a big, everybody was like, ooh, 10,000 hours. Oh, my God. Yeah. I think now people have kind of picked a cup, punched a couple of holes in it, you know, kind of picked it apart a little bit, examined it, you know, so that, that's, it's it's actually made him more interesting now, you know, because now it's more of a dialogue, I think, yeah. than him just kind of going, 10,000 hours, guys, that's all you need. Yeah. Period. Yeah. <laughs> End of story. Good luck. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, all right. Who is Malcolm Gladwell for everybody like me? It's mm. like, who, who's Malcolm Gladwell? <laughs> uh, uh, he's just this, he's a writer. He wrote for a very long, ser- like a series of articles in, uh, what was it, uh, The New Yorker? I think I so. Think it was, yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. He wrote for a long time and then he... Uh, kind of like a sociologist also. Yeah. Uh, he, he gives talks all over the country and probably all over the world, right, for all I know. And um, he's a podcast now. And he just, he kind of just examines things from a perspective that I, I like. Yeah. And that's kind of why I like him, you know? And I, yeah. and I, I like that he, um, he's almost like the kind of guy that he likes to look behind the thing everything's, everybody's looking at, you know? Yeah. He's like, oh, what's, like, what's going on? How does this here? work? Like, yeah. Yeah, it's oh, like when okay. I went to the bodies exhibit and I just like spent the whole time just looking at the anuses of the dead bodies, <laughs> you know, because they forgot to take the hair off from the 
the the pubes they the pubes are still on the bodies you know so i was like is Wait, this for all of them what? you know the pubes are on the anuses of all the bodies in the bodies exhibit you know they like took the hair off everywhere else the they were like we're not touching that yeah. <laughs> i don't know why it's very interesting and it makes the exhibit more interesting but uh, i guess like as the body shrivels and the hairs like get longer so like, i could just imagine it's like big tufts of like butt hair yeah they're just like, like nope. <laughs> i'm not doing it tell sam you know, yeah, like I don't want to do that. And Sam's like, I'm going on vacation. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm not even what? supposed to be here today. Yeah. Like- <laughs> <laughs> so I like him because of that. He's an interesting dude, and uh, he challenged LeBron James to a race, which is interesting. Like, what sort of race? Like a running I think it race? Was like or- a running, a okay. running race. Because uh, LeBron, he retired now, right? Or something? Did something? Mm. Did something happen? Um, uh, or was you're, it- you're asking me because I'm black and uh, I'm a guy, mm-hmm. but no, because you're no. the only. People no, in the I'm, room. I'm, I'm gay. Who am I going to turn to? <laughs> can, can we fact check on that? Is LeBron James like retired? There was something on Twitter no, about it. No, right? No. Or maybe it was, oh, no, I think Malcolm Gladwell put in the tweet because he, t- he tweeted him. That's how he con- mm. communicated with him. So it was like public, right? He was just like, I challenge you to a race. <laughs> you versus me, an aging retired writer. You know, let's do it. It's like a, I feel like it's a modern day duel. Like, you know, yeah, it's an interesting, it's, it's just like, I thumb my nose at you, sir. Like, um, well, what do you think is going to happen? I think LeBron James is going to kick his ass. Like, yeah, although he's very big and I can see Malcolm Gladwell is like very slight and like very slender man. Like he looks like he got that runner. runner's body. Yeah. yeah. Like he does have a runner's body. I think body. he's been running his whole life. Probably. I think he's trying to prove that 10,000 hours thing is, is what I yeah, think. Yeah. Is that. Huh. So, like, uh, Malcolm Gladwell um, has this theory that it takes 10,000 hours for you to um, to basically be an expert at I've anything. Heard of, I've heard this. I've yeah. Heard, I've heard of that before. To be an expert at something, you have to, to like, do To 10, do it for 10,000 hours. hours. And so, um, now, for me, like, I kind of always feel like... Have you done comedy for 10,000 hours? How I the hell could you even like count it? And especially since we do it at like between like five and 15 minutes at a clip. Like, you know, oh, yeah, shit. I think that's why people are so desperate to get up like five times a night. Right. Yeah. Like, I got to get, yeah, get to 10,000 hours in. You know uh, what? I found though that uh, sometimes less comedy is better. Yeah, I, I truly agree. Cause like, I don't really do mics and, and like, I feel like, Mics might count towards the 10,000 hours, but, like, I actually, like, count karaoke nights towards my 10,000 hours because it's still <laughs> you performing. You gotta see this chick do karaoke. I think it's absolutely like, performing. Like, Are she, you good at it? Yes. I'm terrible at karaoke. <laughs> I don't know that I'm good at it. I've seen you do it. I think you're really good at it. Like, like, thank you. What do you pick? Yeah. You pick great. Well, okay. You pick. She picks great songs. Yeah. Great singing voice. Yeah. Great performer. Yeah. Those three things. Yeah. The crowd That's goes cool. wild. That's cool. Like, <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. You know, I, th- but that's part of being a performer, though. Like, just doing karaoke is just like, that's like a no pressure. <laughs> let me just, like, I'm drunk, get up here and, like, hold a microphone. You yeah. Know? Right. But, like, that's what I feel like it should count towards your 10,000 hours. This counts towards the 10,000 hours, though. Yeah, no, I, I think this counts towards this 10,000 is, hours. Because this is why I feel like, because I don't do that many, I do, like, I do mics pretty often, like, like one, like, three or four times a month. I do but yeah. this is, like, more. I'm like doing my comedy like every week here yeah. at Big Talk. Also, you get to listen yeah. back to yourself for long stretches of time. You're talking, yeah. yeah. You're, you're riffing off of people, right? You new ideas. You say you say something, right? And you're like, oh, you know, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah I'm gonna write that down and maybe use it. And I think singing for sure to help me. 
yeah with oh, the performance yeah. aspect because i don't have to focus on that as much right? right because you already know how to command a stage and you know yeah, like the technical on stage. yeah yeah and and that so i never have to you know so other people are really they're really great writers up top right but then they struggle with the performance aspect of it yeah yeah right and right. it's just different yeah, yeah, yeah which like, is why I'm, I came into it like opposite because like I started out performing, performing. ever since I was like a kid and then right. I started writing when I decided to do comedy. Yeah, and then you struggle yeah. with the writing, the writing. Yeah, like, and I, I struggle more with the writing. Like I was like, ooh. Do you think, because sometimes I think that, okay, you, right, you're a good performer, right? Yeah. Do you find that it's, okay, right, like if you're a good writer, uh, not a good performer, you're going to struggle with performing but you're always going to know that you're not as good at the performing until people start to give you the feedback that you are, right? That right. people are less forgiving of a, of a bad performer and a good writer than they are the opposite, right? I think it's harder to learn how to write because people kind of give you more passes because you're so entertaining already. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, unless you challenge yourself, you have like, not you always happen. get like a neck, like you have a false positive. Right. Yep. You yep. know? Yeah. Cause for me lately, it's been like, a little more difficult to do like new material. Yeah. Like I have like my material, it's set, it's ready to go, it's a full performance. Yeah. But then I'm just like trying to throw like some new jokes in there. But like you don't want to, I don't want to like go yeah. completely off the rails and do uh-huh. something completely new because then it's like yeah. Well, people who are good performers, I think they they have that they have that like that I'm a people pleaser thing. You know, like, yeah, kind of like exactly. at the core, you're just like oh, I want yeah. everybody to I be want, happy. I want to make everybody be happy. <laughs> I want everybody happy. I want the yeah. whole room to crack up. Happy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So and like, you want it so bad. You know? Yeah. So like I'm more, I'd say I'm more of a writer than a performer. So like I, it's just like, I need to get this out. I, you're going to like it or you're not going to like it. I don't really care. I just need you to listen for a second. Like, you know what That's I mean? That's what I love about writers. Cause you have that, you know, I wish I, I want that, you know, that, that ability to kind of be like, I need this. I need to get this out. You know, yeah. you gotta come on. Let's you're going to listen to this. It's you like, know? like, cause I kind of feel like for me, like, with with my like when I'm doing jo- like I do like one for me one for you one for me one for you yeah, like you know what I mean yeah. and so it's like so I get stuff out that I know that they're gonna like but then I also get my stuff out that like I just need to say and um but I, for me like I started writing very young so you know um I used to like write poetry and short stories and stuff like that and so um I was like the my first uh poem was like published when i was, I was like just 12. gonna ask you that. yeah yeah what was like what was like your first first poem though like how did it go do you remember um i think my the first thing i think i ever wrote was actually a song about littering it's, it was called <laughs> don't be a litter bug <laughs> do, you, do you remember a couple lines i could just no. see, my, I wanna, like, I can see marissa's kid face with the glasses looking at somebody littering like don't i'm gonna be a get litter you bug. i think you wrote bug. the first angry blog <laughs> yeah ever <laughs> no i don't remember like my mom like tells me about it and like she was just like you know you were and i guess i wrote it in crayon like that's like how young i was <laughs> that's awesome and so and um like and like my mom was just like kind of like oh what are you writing and i was like i'm writing a song and then she's like what is it about like don't be a litter bug and like (laughs) nobody likes bugs you're gonna get squashed like dark squash you like a bug that you are little bug like um that was your poem no hardcore at age five yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> i wasn't having it at three like, <laughs> uh but yeah so like i like i started writing then and then i took like a long 
break, I'd say, from maybe like being a teenager until I started comedy from writing because like uh, my favorite poet was Arthur Rimbaud and um, he's like a like a French poet. And he stopped writing at 19 because he said he had nothing left to say. And I kind of like modeled myself after him. Mm-hmm. And so I like at 19, I just stopped writing. A big reader, right? Like you? not really. No? No. Just poetry? Like I only read poetry because it's short. Like I can't read a novel. Like I don't have oh, the. Oh, really? I can't read a novel. I don't huh. think I've ever finished a novel. Uh, I was uh, not so much lately, but like I was until like. I was like in my twenties. You were like what? all throughout like mm. high school, middle school. I read everything. Yeah. Stephen King. I've like read almost all of his oh, me stuff. Too. Do you like horror? Yeah, I, I love, love horror. horror. Oh my Can't god! Yeah. Oh my god! Like, I can't yeah. sleep. <laughs> yeah, love love horror. Um, How about just, movies? Also? Uh, yeah, I love movies. Yeah, but like I can't watch horror movies either. Really? No. Dude, I would. I like for, since the age. I don't even know since when. But, uh, three, four, five. Right. I would like watch a horror movie um like i would just make myself watch it you know i'd watch aliens and then i would just Ooh, be terrified for the rest of the night in my bed i thought it was like about to crawl out from under the bed you know oh like, ah! all night and then the predators. next day i'd be like i gotta watch part two you know yeah. <laughs> oh it jumps out the chest yeah god i love it yeah no i i i hate it like i, <laughs> I hate being scared and like I don't even do roller coasters because that shit's scary as fuck. So you're not like, excited about the new It movie? No, I'm not gonna watch. Totally that shit. gonna go see it. Because like, not only do I get scared, but because like I have no uh, horror threshold, that like my reactions are like big. Yeah. And so like I'm like the worst. I have one friend that I've been friends with since like freshman year of high school. And so, like, she has, like, she knows how to, like, walk me through a horror movie. And so, like, I'll only watch horror with her. And, like, so she'll just be like, all right, you hear the music? It's suspenseful, right? <laughs> like, so that means that something's going to happen. <laughs> Cover your eyes. And I'm like, all right. All right. Oh, no. And so then she's just like, all right. It's happening. It's happening. It's okay. Okay. You can watch. And I'm like, okay. And so like, she like, it literally like walks me through it. <laughs> that's, <laughs> like, that's like a Jehovah's witness watching like right. an adult movie. You right. know, right. Daddy, when the curses are over, <laughs> it, it, it's like, wait, who's her daddy? Yeah. Why, why is he in there? Yeah. <laughs> but like, it's, so it's the worst. And so, um, like, so then what's your favorite movie genre then? What do you mm. watch when you watch movies? I like dramas and I like oh. comedy and I like thrillers. Oh, thrillers. Wait, so thrillers are different than horror. Are they? Because thrillers are like kind of like this could happen in real life. Yeah. And usually it's like like you're like you're kidnapped by somebody or something like that. Like yeah. you're trying to like get yeah, out. That's, that's like it's a, a thriller. different kind of suspense. Right. Yeah. Horror yeah. is like when, you know, Gory. somebody's stabbing someone. Yeah, you know what? That's the thing about horror. It's like, uh, no matter what horror it is, you're just you're watching the the uh, the the sort of dissolution of somebody's ego. That's what it is. You know what I mean? Either through death or like your soul, right? Yeah, uh, right? soul gets eaten or like your brain, right? Something about you yeah. that's fundamental to who you are is un- is is under threat. Yeah, you know? that's, right. That's like, exciting. yeah. It's yeah. It, I, I don't know I, why. I, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember, like the last, like I, well, I'd say like the 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 worst time that I had ever like really had like a freak out in a movie was like Blair Witch. 
Like that's how old you I watched am. that. Yeah, I, I forgot to see like, it in the movie so theater. I I saw Blair Witch, and so my friends, I went with. It was a big group of us. I think it was like maybe like ten or twelve of us. We took up a whole row in the movie theater, and I was sitting next to like two of my guy friends, and they thought it would be like hilarious that like, and I wasn't sitting next to the one that walks me through my scary movies. <laughs> And oh, like, no. she was like, they wouldn't let her sit next to me. And like, so she's like, kind of like tapping me, like, like, you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> so like there, I'm watching it and there's like a real suspenseful part. And like my, my friend goes and grabs my leg and I freak out. And so one of them has the big ass tub of popcorn and the other one has the big ass drink. And so when they grab my leg, I'm like, ah, like, <gasps> and so my arms go up soda across like four people this way i flipped the big tub of popcorn over the seats in front of us the people in front of us covered in popcorn it's like an 80s like, movie they turn around <laughs> and they look at us like what the fuck and i'm just like i'm sorry and it's your I'm high not- school bully and like, I no! I'm, like, I- I'm, like, I'm sorry i'm not good at horror movies and they're just like all right (laughs) (laughs) and i was like you guys stop this shit like i I was and so then like now i'll only go to see a horror movie if it's like if she watches it with me and she like walks me through it because i'm just like "Ah, i can't do this like it's too much that's a great friend yeah no she's she's awesome like she's like my bff since like literally the first day of freshman year high school we met in spanish class because she's rodriguez and i'm smith Did did you grow up here yeah, Westchester, like not the city, city, but like, but like here, yeah. yeah. And so, um, like they do see us in alphabetical order. So, like she sat in front of me, and like I would just be like, "Hey, like, can you help me out with this homework?" <laughs> and she's like, "I speak Spanish. I don't really write it." And I was just like, "Damn it!" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you're Latino, you're born here. You're sort of like a bootleg Hispanic. <laughs> like, you know, you can do maybe one or two of the things. You know, you could speak yeah. it. Maybe I don't know do a lot of finger gestures <laughs> but maybe writing that might be hard yeah. you can't yeah. can you write in spanish well i'm fluent because i went to high school in the dominican republic okay like, oh wow i was there for like three years it was mm. nice just beaches and beer <laughs> and rum nice. i had best. a weird dream last night that i went on a vacation in dominican republic i love the dominican republic. i miss it so much mm. have you been there no never oh my god i don't know that's why i was like it's so random it's like uh it's kind of like Jamaica, but everybody speaks Spanish and, and nobody's into that vegan shit. Yeah. Yeah, that's how they'll think about it. You're like, no vegan shit here. You're like, yeah. vegan? Do you want fish? You know, it's like yeah. that kind of place. <laughs> yeah. But it's, yeah, like exactly. Like it's like that. a lot of pork. It's delicious. So it's fucking awesome. Were you born here and then went there? Or? Yeah. Okay. It was weird because it was a kind of like a culture clash twice. You know, once when I went there, but since I... I was still kind of developing as a person, you know, kind of like kid into teenager, you know, right. a lot of my personality developed there. Yeah. So when I came back, dude, I had like the tight ponytail and the lipstick and the Adidas shell tops, you know, <laughs> the tight ass fucking jeans. I, ca- I came in to the airport. My mom's looking me up and down. She's like, what the fuck happened? You know, and I'm just like, yo, mom, make it okay. You know, I'll give her like pounds and shit. She's like, oh, Jesus. <laughs> Do something about this. Right. So. And then, you know, and then, but then I came back, so it was another culture clash, because I went straight into Chelsea, you know? That was, yeah. like, where oh. my high school was, Humanities. Okay. So then it was another oh, like, culture. Yeah, and then, like, within the year, I was wearing, 18th like... 18th and 8th. It's, like, right on the street. Where, 18th and 8th. Uh, where'd you, you work there, you said? Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, the okay. restaurant that I work at is, like, right there. Oh, yeah. I love yeah. that area. Yeah. It's just yeah, it was it's, so, so yeah, fun. It's, yeah. It's yeah. the gay neighborhood. I love it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> just hang out there all the time. Cut school, just hang out around there. It was nice. And, uh, and then within the year, I was just wearing, like 
you know, like parachute pants and just, yeah, you're like yeah, super goth and shit. And you got yeah, like yeah. a fucking like a baby pacifier on your neck. The bell, the baby pacifier that was in the Bronx first. Was, <laughs> they stole that shit. I was like, whatever. Puerto Rican chicks used to wear that like in the '90s, early '90s, like yeah. '91, '92. I might have had a pacifier once or twice. Um, <laughs> so uh, now, what? What exactly is a white Latino? Yeah, that's what I want to know. That's why. <laughs> well, I'm I'm really interested. I love. I don't know. I I'm really interested in sort of like this whole the spectrum of like the post. This is gonna sound really douchey, right? The whole spectrum of like the post colonial sort of like uh, just racialness, you know, and how it kind of bleeds into white to from you know what I'm saying black right. into white, right? And I sometimes I. I don't know. I I was watching a comedy show last night. I think that's why I thought about it. Okay. There's this girl, and she's a comic, and she's very funny. She's awesome. Good friend of mine. And then she said she was a white Latino, right? And I looked at her, and I was like, "Bitch, white Latino." You know, because I could see the phenotype, right? And Mm -hmm. I I wonder if that's something that's maybe I've only experienced it like in the South and in the Caribbean, right, where people are more looking for subtle cues about what you are you know yeah right like how you speak how you move right little things hair skin tone yeah right accents. like little kind of eyes right shape yeah. right they're right. they're you're really it's almost like scientific you know right like it's like anthropologists you know they're walking around with like like skin color swatches and shit you know holding <laughs> right. them up against your it's face just like when i when Puerto i th- Rican when i think of white latino i think of like uh, jennifer lopez do you like, think, but she's, she's not. She's so Latin when you think about like certain aspects. But when you look at like some of her movies, she's typecast as like definitely typecast. Just, yeah, not just woman, not Latin, not white. Woman. She's just a woman because it sells. It's her right. easiest way. Like yeah. Shakira, right? Shakira. And she like dubs herself down in those movies. Like you look at that yeah. enough. Like you can't tell if she's Latin or white in enough. But I cannot like, see it. She doesn't have an accent. She doesn't like. She has an talk. accent. She has a big accent. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. You see. You no. see. Everybody has different perceptions about yeah. what you know and i and that's why i wonder like what you know and and also like every, i thought everybody knew that you know pretty much i would say anyway for like this this moderate estimation right 67 percent of latinos are mixed right yeah and, right. and and the and we didn't have the uh miscegenation laws right so it, it that kind of like binary thing didn't happen as much right it's right. there it's all fucking there everything's similar but there's that weird sort of overlapping kind of thing you know because i always kind of feel like um because i I was curious as as to what your thoughts of like a a white latino would be because like to me i think that would only apply to like maybe like castilian yeah maybe like argentinians right who are definitely right they their direct ancestries like italy recent you know right germany you know but like but for the most part i feel like if you're you know, Puerto Rican or uh, like Dominican or the, even like like any sort of like like Cuban, like any sort of like Afro Caribbean Latino. I feel like you're Colombian, Honduran, yeah, all that central, especially that central equatorial yeah. sort of. You know, because mm-hmm. it's like it's Panama. it is that like cross between like your um your your your. your like Spanish from Spain, then you have like the indigenous people that would right. be like native. They're they're North most of the South population. Central American, yeah. 
And then also, like, you have that, like, Afro roots. So, like, you know, I feel like all, like, most, like, Latinos are, are like, white, black, and indigenous. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's fair. But, um... Yeah, there's, like, that's, like, definitely one, two, or three. But then, like, no, but I... Or, or, like, a combination of Or a combination. Because, like, I've definitely seen, like, Puerto Ricans, Dominicans, and Cubans that are... You know, far darker than me to far fairer than me. Right. You, you know what I mean? They think I'm Dominican in my neighborhood all the time. Oh, really? I get Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I get I can see it. Jackson Heights. Yeah. So, like, there's nothing but Dominicans over there. I you know, poppy. So, like, like, you know. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> it's, to me it's like good food. Like, uh, no, I don't understand <laughs> I mean, you. I like it. It's like, hot, but... Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. I'm American. <laughs> <laughs> no, people think that. Like, like I, I get confused for Dominican a lot. Mm-hmm. And, like, mm-hmm. um, you know, and people will start speaking to me in Spanish. And, and mm-hmm. I'm just like, I, I don't know what you're saying. And they're just like, you know, you know Yeah, I mean? they do look at you weird, too. Like, like, like what? You know what I'm talking about. Like, <laughs> How did no, you know? No, yeah. I'm like, no, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> but I, love, I love, I love that. I love that whole. I like that dynamic. I yeah. like how people are kind of because it's. I think it's making people kind of explore. You know yourself right, right? Yeah. in relation to everybody right and everybody's kind of like well you know and also i don't know because i grew up in a in a neighborhood you know uh where socially like even spaniards right you kind of look at spaniards with some skepticism right because you're just like yeah well you got conquered by the moors so you just kind of like that's like in your head but i think that's only like i think it's mostly like blacks and latinos in the, in the u.s that think that way i'm not sure i'm not sure i don't know i'm not sure maybe white people are aware of that as much they don't grow. They don't have the. They don't come from the same neighborhoods, yeah. right? So they wouldn't be. But because then the other thing too is that you had a lot of like like Nazi Germans that like yeah, fled that. to oh South America, and so like you know I can see like them feeling like you know nationally they're you know from you know Venezuela or whatever, but like ethnically they're German, mm-hmm. you, you know, and so I could see that being like a white Latino, but like. Um, I think like also now, what's the difference? Like, cause I know that, that people will say Latino, Latin X and, um, the, you know, I'm Hispanic, too old for that shit. I don't know. You know what I mean? It's like, <clears throat> oh, well, uh, the Latin X is more recent, but I think that's pretty clear, right? That just kind of encompasses people, not just, it's like where the sort of, uh, uh, the ethnicity and the, the gender identity and sexuality overlap combine oh. i think it's just kind of a way to be more universal about that kind of so like what, what you is, just be like this also you know so wait so what is it then? i think so i i don't you know it's like latin x is just kind of going no male no female right oh. so it just takes that oh, because there's no Latina. okay it's like so Latino there's no Latina. gender right. associated taking that away right now there's latin x yeah because there are a lot of transgender, transgender yeah, people right? in the latin community. gender queer just all kinds of right so they just it's like i think it's just kind of a way to be more cl- inclusive yeah. okay because yeah. yeah. now you told me something new because i was yeah. just like i thought now in like i didn't know exactly what it meant but like my hypothesis was that latin x was i thought it was like a big tent situation but i thought that was to include hispanics well the interesting thing about latino and hispanic right there's a difference between how they define it academically versus how it it plays out on the ground right right but those Mm. things kind of come together right so let's say just in everyday colloquial use right latinos tends to be um people in on the on the west coast call themselves latinos more midwest to the west coast people on the east coast tend to call themselves hispanic more 
Okay. Right? That's very true. Right. But it academically. Was in California. Yeah. Right. Like here, it's. It just changes. I think there's something that maybe. Because it's, it's like more predominantly South American, Central American. Right. right? Oh. And I think that kind of plays a role in it. And then uh, Hispanics is mostly, you know, here, mostly Caribbeans. You know, right. people. Because, his, the Hispaniola, you know, right. the mm-hmm. islands is what it was called first. Yeah. And I, I think that's that's what it is. But in academic circles, uh, Hispanic means uh all of the spanish speaking world including spain mm-hmm. right so spain everything in south america central america all the caribbean you know and anywhere where there's spanish speakers right and then latino means people of hispanic descent that are americans in the north american hemisphere you know okay because like they're that. from latin america yeah right which right. would be okay. which latin america is that just mostly like central america or is that inclusive of south america uh that's inclusive of all of south america i think because it's like the latin romance languages okay right? yeah. uh mm-hmm. the hispanic caribbean would be the spanish-speaking ones and then uh the west indies would be the english-speaking ones okay right and then uh i think in the in the mainland uh Mm, it's uh, it's uh, yeah, same thing. Like Hispanic, right? That would be the Spanish speakers, and then Latino encompasses like the Portuguese and and everybody else. Oh, see, yeah. now I never really considered Portuguese to be a part of like uh, Hispanic. Like I always kind of look at like Portuguese and and Spain really as part of like Europe. But um, like, well, I think me- mainly Brazil is what I'm thinking. I'm yeah, not sure like, if actually yeah, Portugal would count. They speak Portuguese. Yeah. Um, which is also like interesting because um, uh, Macau also speaks Portuguese mm-hmm. a- in China, and we wouldn't oh, necessarily, yeah. Like, there's oh. a very big like Portuguese population in Macau, yeah, or, or like uh, uh, Portuguese speakers in Macau. So, like, I I always think it's interesting that like we never really consider like Macau to be Hispanic, even though they have a very like big mm-hmm. like Portuguese background, mm-hmm. and then. Um, you know, like Filipinos also have like some sort of like right. Like, oh, oh yeah, Tagalog. They speak Tagalog, right? right. So they, wow. yeah, yeah. But they count as as being more like Southeast Asian than be, yeah. uh, although that their language is really more. So I think that it's it's interesting, like how um, the dualities play out in these sort of situations. You know? What I mean? Oh, I love like, it's my bread and butter. I read about like, it every day. <laughs> I love it so much. I just love it. I like because it's so you know human. It's and it's so like a hotbed of just so many different things coming together. You know, all yeah. the time, all this clashing. You know, I think it's ultimately. I don't know. I think it might yeah. be good. Like, I think. To, to what, me, what neighborhood like, do you live in? Uh, I live in Coney Island now. Oh my god, so many Russians. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, well, my boyfriend's Russian, so I oh, live, okay. Oh, okay. It's like oh my gosh, but I haven't seen rice and beans in months. Oh yeah, because I was going to say forgot my, what a bean looks like. Yeah, my neighborhood. That's you know? what it's like. It's just a melting pot. Yeah, everybody's sad all the time. But, right. yeah. <laughs> it's like, why are you Russians so sad? You won this election. <laughs> like, what does it even mean? You know, it's all bullshit. Police, they fucking. Bullshit. <laughs> uh, but my mom still lives in the Heights, and uh, and I grew okay. up with her pretty often. Yeah, yeah. cool. So, I love yeah. the Heights. Yeah. But like, I kind of like always thought that like, um, like Hispanic was always like the like the Caribbean. Like, yeah, y- y- I think that's y- fair. I think yeah. that's why the coastal thing happened. Yeah, yeah, because like we're closer to the like the Caribbean um, sides. Yeah, yeah. But it I is interesting. I think. Uh, yeah, like I said, I think there's like, you know, there's there's a lot about what goes on on the ground with people and their interactions and how they define themselves that kind of te- can be a little different from how people, you know, talk about it in universities and shit like that. You right. Know, just like, uh, 
But I also find like it's interesting that there's like um so like I you know, I have like uh friends that are are, are, are fairly diverse, but I feel like the one thing that's like universal is that like everybody's parents tells them not to like date a Mexican. Like, and I never understand within the Hispanic <laughs> community. <laughs> like, Everybody really? Yeah. It's uh. like, cause I have a lot of like, like Colombian, Ecuadorian, Nicaraguan and yeah. like, they're, like Costa Rican. And they're all like very like anti-Mexican. None of and them I like just, Mexicans. My mom's I, like, don't date an Ecuadorian dude. That's like, yeah. <laughs> well, Mexicans and uh, Ecuadorians, they don't like each other. Uh, I think it's just cause they're macho, macho guys. Yeah. 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 They're like macho. But you guys have like, there's like the different guys. Like, too though yeah yeah, yeah. No, they, like, if you're not like p- from that country like just like uh no. <laughs> and i but, feel like, like collectively they all don't like, like mexicans i feel like oh, yeah my God. and i feel like colombians are really like like throw shade at like the dominican republic yeah 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 it's like yeah. it's like mad like and i'm just like mexicans do too they don't like the way we uh speak you know because yeah. it's like caribbean you know it's like a sort of a creole kind of yeah. language it's like it's a little different from like the mainstream language of Spanish. Yeah, you know, but, but it's just like I feel like most like Latinos, if like you're not like like they thrown mad shade at Mexicans and mad shade at like like Dominican Republic and like to the point where like I had a friend that was um, Colombian and like she got a Chihuahua and her mom was just like. You have a Mexican dog, and I was just like, <laughs> <laughs> what was it the Taco Bell dog? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, I, was just like I don't know yeah. why you don't like me. <laughs> I, I, and I was just like, whoa, <laughs> like, like there's a lot of hostility in this kitchen right now. Poor <laughs> <laughs> like, <a> dog. <laughs> it's That's like, hilarious. It's just like that dog doesn't know it's Mexican. Like that dog just wants like a fucking belly rub. Like. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be interesting to kind of know why, like why. Right? Yeah, like, it comes why from something. Is that, like it has to some kind of interaction, probably. I don't know yeah. something. It's always something. It's passed on from generation some to generation. You know. Yeah, you know, from something yeah, where like yeah. some group of it's rowdy like of people things, came you know, into a place one time and they're like, "You see? Do you see what I'm talking about?" Right. Yeah. You know, for me, when I told my dad I was gay, he was like, "Okay, I don't care. Just don't bring a white man home in this house." <laughs> <laughs> so you know. Everybody's got their shit. Like, how about Everybody's a chihuahua? Right. right. <laughs> what it's if he's crazy. Irish? Right. Yeah. 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 Yeah, you need to like, find like, the, the, the sort of like uh, loopholes. Like, uh, <laughs> it's like, what if he's Jewish? Right. Like, you know. <laughs> then it's fine. I think my mom was weird about Jewish people for a while. And it's weird because like the guy I'm dating is like Jewish. You yeah. Know? Like Russian Jewish. Okay. Yeah. But oh. she like she loves him. She thinks he's like awesome. She try it. Hmm. Okay. Do it anyway. We're, oh, cool. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I didn't like black dick, sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, then don't, you know. Your pleasure comes first. Right, yeah. exactly. <laughs> I mean, really, every penis looks the same. <laughs> I don't see color. We have had this discussion <laughs> before. <laughs> this not oh, it's true. always like dark, you know. <laughs> Lights are off. <laughs> it's veiny and angry. Like, <laughs> <penises>. <laughs> I like penises. <laughs> I, I like penises. <laughs> I mean, I would, yes, I would venture to say I love penises. Yeah. You know, penises are a grand thing. <laughs> sometimes. I'm happy so invented them. Yeah. Sometimes. Sometimes not so grand. A little you know? leaky, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
You know, I can't tell you how happy I am that this all ended with us talking about dicks. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's full circle. Yes, you know, you know? Yes. it's like we can't be like all like smart all the time. You gotta end shit sometimes on a dick. Yeah, yeah, that's great ending on dick. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I feel like we have to just right. end it on dick now. Um, well, we all learned a lesson today. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like uh, every 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 uh, pot has its lid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it does. Sometimes it's vain and angry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I feel uncomfortable now. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, this can't be worse than dead for assholes. <laughs> I don't know how, true. but it kind of is. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> um. All right, so uh, we're we're gonna take a break before we start our next segment. But before we go, Melissa, where can everyone uh, find you on social media? What's your next project? Uh, where's your next show? Um, uh, sh- my next show is tomorrow Saturday at the Project Life Center. Cool. Uh, where is that? It's in Woodside, Queens. Nice. And also at QED, I'm going to be at. Uh, and what time should, is should it? Know. It's uh, the QED shows at 7:30, and then the the She Woman something lovers is. <laughs> oh no, Carolyn's going to hate me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I mean, if you want to know more details, you can find me online. Uh, Twitter, Mel's missing. IG, Mel's missing. Uh, Melissa Diaz on Facebook and uh, MelissaDiazComedy.com. Nice, awesome, awesome. Uh, Rodney. Uh, I'm actually doing a show tomorrow night. It's a comedy competition at Broadway Comedy Club. Ooh. I'm one of the judges. And nice. Yeah, that's so fun. that that's going to be fun. I'm going to do some time and see what these comments going to do. <laughs> uh, I hope you make one of them cry. <laughs> yeah, like, are you going to be the Simon or are you going to be the nice one? I mean, my personality is like kind of Paula, but if you really like... You know, fucking up. I don't it's, know. It's just like, oh, you, you're gonna figure it out. Right, I'm gonna there. pretend like I didn't see that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, bitches, you better bring this, right? For real. <laughs> like, make me laugh, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, you guys. Uh, this has been Big Talking Brewskies. I'm Marissa Smith, and we will be right back. Big city, big city, bright lights, bright lights, fancy cars. Jet flying, limousine riding, chick stealing, wheeling and dealing, son of a gun. Learn to love it, cause it's the best thing going. <laughs> Mothers hide your dogs. Big city, bright lights, that's what I'm dreaming of. Driving hit me down the ride and super clean. 
They said I couldn't do it, but I did it. Now they know I am the flagship. Best they ever did. Beg the differ, come and prove it. I work too hard to live the way I'm living. I pull up in that building with them stars up in the ceiling. Relationships war, any subject we got it in store. Big talking brewskis is coming in live. Crack when open, Marissa has arrived. Big talking brewskis with Marissa Smith. Yeah. Oh, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll try it if not. If you guys aren't here, hey guys, your, uh... happy Friday. This is Big Talking Brewskis. I'm Marissa Smith. We are back, you guys. I've got Rodney Daniels with me. What's up, guys? Happy Friday. Saving two. And we've got Pete Brocker with us. Hey, everyone. How's it going? Hope good. your Friday's going well. Good, good. Uh, now, is it Pete or Peter? Uh, I go by Pete. I feel okay. like whichever, so, I'll respond to both. You'll like, respond to both. Don't worry like about you're, it. Like you're Pete, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah I feel like that's a. Uh, Peter's, I, I don't know, it's formal to me. I feel like. Yeah. It's, it, like, it's, it's like one step below Mr. Brocker. Oh, my. <laughs> Like, Does like just your mom call you Peter then? 
Or like, only call you Peter when you did something bad. Like, right. Like, somebody says, Peter. Uh, no, I feel like... Well, no, I th- that's the middle name thing, right? Did you guys have that growing yeah. up? Oh, like, yeah. You get, you get the middle name, and you're like, yeah, oh, the shit. whole Yeah, right. when you get the middle Rodney name, it's just like, oh, uh, shit, I'm I, in trouble. What the fuck did the, I do now? The only people yeah. that ever called me Peter were just, like, girls I've dated who were mad at me at that time. Okay. Oh. Would call me Peter, so that's... uh. That's probably why I don't like it. That's it right there. <laughs> <laughs> that's, uh, that's the whole thing. It's just like, ah, uh, I did a Peter thing. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Like, my, my my mom, like, I feel like sometimes if I do something bad or if I say something that she feels is, like, inappropriate, then I get a, a Marissa Ann. Like, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, oh, uh, all right. And it still feels exactly the same as it did when you were like five. Oh, it always will. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like my parents gave up real early on on me saying inappropriate things. <laughs> Unless I did something, I feel like I never got in trouble. Mm. I was mm. just like, even then, they were like, I feel like I had like hippie parents. Like, they definitely took the 60s too seriously. Oh, okay. And like, because I, I was growing up and I. What, where are you at? On the, you have siblings? Or are you the, yeah, yeah. The, so uh, I'm, one of, I'm the youngest of two. See, okay. uh, and so. The youngest, they always give up a little bit, I feel like. I think there's like as long as you're close, right? Because I'm only a few years younger than my brother, so I got to do everything he did whenever he did it. Yep. So there were no rules when I was like 13 because he was 16 and driving. So screw it. Right. Uh, <laughs> they, they just gave up. Right. But, and they're I'm the oldest of three, so like my parents are super hard on me, and like my brother, like not so much, but like we're like super close in age, like. Yeah. Like less than two years, but my little sister's five years younger. So by the time like I'm like in college and like I come back home, this was just like driving out. I'm gone. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, like I was what? sixteen. I had to like fill out like permission slips and shit. <laughs> <laughs> the oldest always gets killed with rules. And then, and, like, oh my god, it was horrible. <laughs> yeah, so, so you, you paved the, like, the path for yes, your, for your siblings had to, to go through all of it. To do whatever <laughs> they want like that's oh man i'm the only child so like i'm like the oldest the middle and the youngest all wrapped into one kid yeah but i feel like then they can't get that mad at you though because you're their only option yeah. <laughs> like, there's, no, there's nobody else that they're like well we didn't give up on this one focus all of our attention. like you're it but then they, right, like, there's they, nobody else to compare you to either right. like my grades were always stellar my brother is like sucked so like we, he'd have those discussions like Ronnie's getting straight A's da, 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 da. like yeah I mean, I mean it, like I have a half sister but like I, I don't really know her but she's like that half. was the one yeah she's a half and um not the good half uh but (laughs) you know uh but like she's she was like in the school for the gifted so i like i got that one it's just like oh like Uh, i might be getting a's but like she's in the school for the gifted was that that like a real place a school for the gifted yeah really that's i feel like that's like something that people make up when they're going like a school for the not gifted (laughs) oh yeah he's going to a different school uh he's really good at adding uh Like it's uh, that's that's nuts. That's that was not a thing where I grew up. It was like one school, and just like make do. Yeah, uh, no. <laughs> nobody did too well, and then a lot of people dropped out. And that, was, <laughs> that was uh, high school in upstate New York. Yeah, but, uh, no. Okay. But, I, but I also I went to like an all girls like private school. So like, it's not that I was going to a bad school, but like she was going to the school for the gifted. You know, it's just like oh, that bee is cute. Like you know, you know your sister is going to the school for the gifted. Yeah, and I'm just like, yeah, you know that I've never met her, right? Like, 
way. <laughs> but then that put, because I went to an arts high school. Okay. And so, like, when it's time for my little brother to go to high school, like, well, you're going to go to arts high school like your brother. Like, you better audition. You're going to get in. <laughs> he did, though. <laughs> that was that, like pressure. That is, dude, that's the thing. So, there is a lot of pressure on like close in age siblings. Mm-hmm. Like my brother played like varsity soccer all four years of high school, and I did not. Like I, <laughs> I didn't try out. I didn't. I didn't do any sports in high school. I was just like, I'm not going for it. Uh, yeah, you're like, I am not yeah. interested in athletics. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm really gonna sit a lot. So that's where uh, that's where my. Uh, my spot is. Yeah. But. It's just like, uh, I hope you've got a cushion for that bench because I got a warmer for it. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> just want to try on some breakaway pants and never take them off. Yeah. <laughs> like, I just want to know that they can break away, but I just don't need to break them away. But they break away like at the most inopportune times, though, like on the sides. I don't know if Do you they, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there, There's some like traumatic experiences around breakaway <laughs> pants. <laughs> and they're not so traumatic experiences. <laughs> and there's oh. just like Roddy just like... <laughs> <laughs> oh, you ready for this? <laughs> Let's get this party started. <laughs> oh, that's that sounds awful because all I can think about is how long it must take to put them back on after. It is like you're so just like, oh, I stop, really want to get out of here. Stop, stop. <laughs> uh, it's all worth it for that one moment. <laughs> <laughs> one moment in time. <laughs> uh. Yeah, I don't know. To be honest with you, I've never owned breakaway pants, but I can see the functionality being interesting. <laughs> yeah. That's, um, how, that's how I feel about cargo shorts. I still... I watch yeah. it. I, I have old yeah. cargo shorts. I love I, I cargo don't, shorts. I don't have any, but like... I wish I did sometimes. They look very <laughs> functional. Like, yeah, you got the pockets like all the way down here. Like, it's like... It's nice. I, but they're better than like carpenter shorts. Because carpenter shorts are like gross. Wait, is that but, I don't know what that one is. Wait, what's so the carpenter yeah. short? The carpenter short is the one that has like the loop that you can like put the little hammer in. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I didn't, right. I didn't oh. know they came in shorts. I thought that's yeah. Uh, they they who's have walking shorts around in those. <laughs> yeah, like, I really just want to carry my hammer, but not like my lower leg gets hot. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's it. like I got sweaty calves. Like, <laughs> no, I feel like cargo shorts are like men's only option for purses. Yeah, see, that's mm-hmm. the thing. Is that you guys get to like carry like all this shit around in your purse? We have to like either have like a book bag or stick everything in our pockets. It's like annoying. But that's like the, your guys doing though, because you know the purse. Well, I I know a little bit about the history of the handbag. I'm not going <laughs> to tell you why. <laughs> but the purse actually was a men's fashion because women were not allowed to carry money. Uh, at you know one point in our. our cake history um and then it wasn't until makeup came into fashion that women started wearing purses because they needed it to hold their makeup but and then once women started holding makeup in a purse then men stopped wearing purses but the purse started out as a a man's accessory i wish i wish it would have stayed unisex it would have been nice to been like you know yeah, it'd have been nice to like have like if there were like more like man purses and it was a thing. Because like I don't I like wearing like... a book bag because then I f- I'm not fucking seventeen. I'm in my thirties. Like can't just be walking around with a fucking book bag. Yeah, but you could wear like a messenger bag. Then I look really gay. <laughs> I have a messenger <laughs> bag right over there. <laughs> I walked in here with a messenger bag. 
God damn it. <laughs> we were saving that one the whole time. Like, this guy on this messenger bag. Right? It's, it's like, I've got the, like, the, the hottest messenger bag right now. Right. You're like, it's hmm. totally heterosexual. Um, right. No, I, I feel like if you have the little bag. like I, I feel like, like little bags are worse. Like a, a nice, like, if it looks like it could fit, like, a laptop in and, like, some books. Like, okay. Yeah, yeah. But, then like, I just... Like I see, like guys wearing like little speedy uh, Louis Vuitton bags. A yeah, lot. in Chelsea, right? Well, <laughs> yes, they might be in the neighborhood. It doesn't mean that they're not wearing a bag. Like, <laughs> so the, I, I, at this point, no. Now I think that I'm like I would leave it everywhere. I'm too irresponsible. That's another I thing can't too. Start it's now. Like I also it, right. I will get drunk at a bar and then forget that I had a fucking book bag with me, and I won't remember it. Crossbody. I'm supposed to just have that on me all the time. I do. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yes, you have boobs. It goes in between. It complements them. It doesn't. It doesn't good. lift and separate. It just goes in between. I don't know. Just, I'm not trying I feel to like. like well, no, because I also I have some boobs going. Yeah, on. I got like and man they cut, boobs. It, like so when I'm I can, trying when to like when I wear one, it makes my the boob that it goes under looks huge. And like try try going for a girl at a bar with a bag on that makes you look like have you have like, a, like one, one like giant one breast. giant boob. Yeah. I, I guess uh, like do a chicken cutlet for the other one. Like, yeah, I, don't know. I <laughs> promise they're even. Like that's not yeah. it's the bag. <laughs> the bag like, makes it not even. Yeah, if that was the deal breaker. Not right. <laughs> well, see, then you come in with the bag, and then you're uncomfortable because you got the one boob, and then you have like a couple of whiskey sours, and then you take the bag off, and then you leave it at the bar. Like you end up just walking away because everybody gets comfortable not seeing your one boob. I do a small crossbody. That's how I roll. I live a crossbody life. Right? Yeah. yeah. You're still a chick. We can't be walking around <laughs> on a train with a crossbody, a little small crossbody. He's gonna get like guys. People, that, do his people are like, hey, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> Some actual bike messenger in messenger shorts is gonna start coming up to me on the subway and be like, hey man, I like your bag. Like, yeah. Uh, exactly. Uh, Where are you in? Uh, to? <laughs> it's like this is my territory. What company are you with? I don't know. It's 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 interesting, but I I think you guys can like you can do the sling backpack, so it's not so like backpacky, but like you can put like your like a, your treasure trove of things back there. Um, yeah, I have one of those that has a little drawstring to it. It's like yeah, sporty. yeah. I mean, depending you on what could I have do on. that. I do. I've been doing that like, but. And in general, I don't like having one. Yeah, I feel like I don't know. I feel like no bag option that men have is, is like, convenient, or like you can't you can't wear a drawstring bag to like a like a work function or something that's like somewhat formal. Show what if right. it was leather? What's that? What if it was leather? <laughs> that would be. I feel like even weirder. Like, what Wait, is in your right. like? Oh, it's leather. <laughs> Louis Vuitton print, but <laughs> drawstring bag. Like. If, if you show up in a suit wearing a leather drawstring bag, my first thought is going to be it's leather. It's like, is that human skin? What's going on? Like, who are you, serial killer? <laughs> you make that yourself? What is- <laughs> Meet Becky. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I don't have exes. Like, <laughs> They're all in the garden. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, Pete, what do you feel that uh, young professionals are getting wrong about climate change? So this drives me nuts. I have friends who are like, uh, like super pissed off at Trump, blame him for everything, like Paris Agreement, all that stuff. And then they're like, yeah, uh, did you see like the fair sale? I'm going to Thailand in three weeks. Or like, oh, I haven't been to Europe this year. 
Like, yeah, you're an idiot. You're the reason the barrier reef is <laughs> falling apart. It's like the airline industry, so I'm not sure everybody knows this, is like one of the worst polluting industries that there is. It's like yeah. it's like dairy, the dairy industry, uh, uh, cars, and airplanes. Right. And nobody's going for airplanes because there's no alternative. Yeah. Like, we're not going to start gonna sailing s- again. Like, right. Uh, I mean, take, you, you could, but... Why it would, would take a while. It would take a long <laughs> like, time. <laughs> uh, so nobody's doing anything about it. Like, they're trying to make it more efficient. But the um, my, like my favorite thing is I have friends that are like every three months they're going on some huge vacation. I'm like I'm not I'm not just bitter that they're doing this, and I'm like <laughs> right, right. I'm like oh yeah, hey, 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 I can I'm barely make home. it to the village. Like, <laughs> <laughs> can you give me a swipe on your right. way to the yeah, airport? Right. To the, <laughs> like, I never do that. Like. You ask for a swipe. You do that sometimes. Really? Oh, I always yeah. do that. I really? Yeah. I, I feel. I feel like it's like an undercover detective or something. Like almost at all times. We well, you know like nobody cares. Like I've definitely done it in front of cops, and like, oh. and I mean maybe it's just because I'm the whitest guy in the world, <laughs> and I'm what. Like it's tough. It is tough to get more. Like I right. look like the undercover cop. Like the, the right, fact exactly. they're coming up to me to ask for a swipe. Like they need that shit. Right. Like, so. No. And I look like the one that they target. Like, <laughs> <laughs> hey, so. yo, you want to give me a swipe? <laughs> right. And all like, of a sudden, if, like Pete can just be like, "Good job." <laughs> yeah. Like, that was a test. <laughs> I like what you did there. <laughs> you did the good work. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but then, no, it's, I I always give them swipes. I feel like they're having a, a tough enough day. I don't need to. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like, and no one ever asked me for swipes, but I also feel like when I'm in the subway, I definitely put on, like, unfriendly face, like, just, like, I'm getting to places, like, don't get in my way. Like, you know, because, like, I just don't want to get, like, have a homeless dude, like, jizz on me, basically. Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I used to live in California, so I always have one shades a lot of times. So, like, I feel like that, like, makes people, like, oh, yeah, I could talk to him because, like. Really? Sunglasses are yeah. yeah. more approachable? I, I don't know. Uh, like, the people don't, like, they stare at me more a little bit with the sunglasses, but, like, if you want to, like, people, like, ask me for directions when I have my sunglasses on. Like, more maybe so they're just trying to figure out if you're somebody, and then they're like, oh, well, let me talk to them, and let me see I if mean, they possibly. sound familiar. Like, oh, my God, I just talked to Rodney Daniels. Bro, <laughs> <laughs> like, this guy's wearing sunglasses at midnight. He definitely has Coke. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, they're not asking for directions. They're like, are you going to take this somewhere else? What are you doing? so here's the thing though is the homeless on the subway everybody i know has been flashed by a homeless guy except me and it like it's getting annoying now where I, they get on the subway and i'm like is it gonna happen like is this it <laughs> it's like, I, like, it's I like you're locking of, eyes like come on bro Are i you kind of well, you kind of want it too, like so you can like be a part of the club you where you can. Like, so you're like, oh yeah, that happened to me too. Now I'm, like, I'm just the weirdo that's never had it happen to him. That's- just, just don't think about it. Relax, <laughs> yeah, and then just let it happen to we me. Just let it happen because one day it's it's just bound to. I've never had like, it happen on the train, but I have seen it like when I'm getting like like off the train, like. On like 14th Street Union Square, like you know, like that's what happened to me at like three weeks ago. 14th Street, yeah, I was getting off to go to work. That's jerk off Mecca. Yeah, this guy was just literally just jerking off. Right, he was just like, see, I feel like that. I don't like know. he was in his pants, I feel like- but like no, he had his, he had no pants on. Oh no, this one had. <laughs> his, I, I haven't his seen the black, naked, and he was like really white. Yeah, no. <laughs> I haven't seen the naked jack off yet i've seen like the in the sweatpants like that's sitting on top of the stairs oh 
Like see, he's watching like, everybody walk up the stairs and he's like. I mean, he's people watching. And, that's <laughs> like, and so that's like, you know, he's, he's like one step closer to, to being a part of society. Yeah. So, no, I, think, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if that counts. I feel like if you haven't seen the dick. I don't know. I don't know if you can say you've seen a homeless guy jack off. You've seen a homeless guy rubbing his junk inside his sweatpants. But I'm it was like, definitely like the like a long stroking motion. It wasn't oh, he, wow, like wow, big dick homeless guy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if a big dick homeless guy like jerks off in the subway, like does he have a big dick? Because no one can see it. It's just the, you know what I, I mean. Feel like homeless people all have huge dicks. Is that? Like, I feel like, no, because I feel like the crazier you are, the bigger your dick is. Like, as a general rule. I feel like they all are just, like, fucking hung down to their knee. I'm like, good lord. Like, True, and you're, of, like, you know, you're homeless, yeah. so you're super skinny, and, like, usually, you yeah, know, for every 10 pounds that you lose, you gain an inch of penis. Did you know that? It, that sounds like bullshit. <laughs> no, I, 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 read on, I read it on the no, internet. I've, I've so heard it of this. Bullshit, because basically, but that's, yeah, but that's why huge guys yeah. usually have smaller penises, and that's why super skinny guys usually have longer penises. It's it's mainly because like it, I feel like it's like an optical illusion because like when your stomach like is so flat, it makes that seem like it's longer. But like, and then when if you have like a big gut, like your gut is like covering it up. So but like no, you if you were like it. at a certain weight and like you lost like thirty pounds, your dick gets bigger. I I don't think that it's getting bigger. I think it just looks bigger. Is this a blood flow thing? Because I feel like if you're fat, there's no way you're getting like a full on. <laughs> can no, we like, have a fact flow. check on the size of a penis? <laughs> Wait, can we have, who can Google this? Somebody Google this. Let's <laughs> just go to images and let's see for some before and after pictures. And we'll like, sort this out right now. Yeah, like, I I don't know. Cause where's like, that on the weight loss ads? But like, like, that's I, all you need. Like, here's me before and here's me after. No, you don't even show faces. They, oh, right? Everybody's like, yeah. buying that pill. Like, they're all like, I want to see that infomercial at the middle of the night. <laughs> Who knew? <laughs> but I think that it's <laughs> it's like a cruel irony that like for women it's like the opposite. So like if you start losing weight as a woman, your boobs go first. It's like you start losing boob like immediately. And then it's just like, but like guys, it's like, oh, you lose weight, you get a bigger dick. But it's like, woman, like you, you lose weight, you lose your tits. Damn, that's pretty. That's yeah, that's not a fair trade. No, <laughs> nobody's got a response to that. It's not like that. Got oh. real. That got real. <laughs> 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 It's like <laughs> another reason why women are oppressed. <laughs> like, damn you, fat cells! It's not like, oh, you lose weight and you're gonna get like like tight as a drum. Like, no, it's like you lose weight and like you're just gonna lose your tits. It's like, yeah, you know. I mean, do like is it if you lose? So I guess like is it if the tits are the first thing to go? Do they stop at some point and then like the stomach goes? Is this like a? I feel like it's like yeah. then is is like a, you got to like work out the math of it and be like, is it worth it? Like, is my stomach going to shrink more of a percentage than my tits shrink, so they look bigger by comparison? So I feel like, and in, in my own experience, um, I I feel like you lose the boobs first, and then you lose the stomach, and then it starts balancing itself out. Although size wise, you're smaller, you might like people that don't. N- know that you used to be bigger might not know because like proportionally you look like you're bigger um because like i like i um i used to be like like kind of like 
like fat when I was like in high school and I tend to like fluctuate uh, size. So like when I'm heavier, I, I might be like a double D and then like I'll Damn. have like a more of a <laughs> went straight to the ceiling on that one. all the double D. All right, like, Marissa. <laughs> and, and so like and and I'll have like more of a belly, but then like when I start losing weight and my stomach is flatter, then I'll like move down to like a DC, and but like my stomach will be flatter and people will still like be like, oh, you've got big boobs, and in my head it's just like, oh, you should have seen me last year, like. So wait, so I actually, so I used to also be fat in high school. I was like 270 pounds in high school. I was also uh, fat in high school. What? This yeah, table let's of, do it. Right. this explains so much about why we're all at this table. Now we're all comics. Yeah. We grew a personality. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Here's to not peaking in high school. <laughs> <laughs> now just, I also, I yo-yo too. I go up and down and weight all the time. I have like my fat suit, my skinny Me suit. Too. Just yeah. in case I have shit to do. Yeah. Uh, but no, now I also have to start measuring my dick as frequently. Like when I get fat again, I have measure to measure your dick. I'm going to look into this. And then when you start yeah. getting skinny, measure your dick. They again. say for every 10 pounds, you gain an inch. Yeah. So, I mean, I feel like 270. I've lost like 80 pounds. That can't, like, there's got to be, like, at some point that starts to it's drop got off. It's got a curve. I'd have, right, like, or a, something. I'd have like a, I, I don't have like a 12 inch dick. Which would still have only given me four inches back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I feel like 80 pounds. Right, like that's that's the, that's right, math. That's yeah, that's yeah. Like, yeah. So like, maybe like maybe the first twenty pounds you, you get a, you get an inch, and then for every ten pounds after that, you get like a centimeter. But like, and I, that I still feel like it's it's because like you can't. I don't think that it's growing so much as the fact that like it's being more revealed. Because I just feel like <laughs> when you no, like you know, is it just no, length? I feel or you is what it you're like saying too? Like, like this right, because is- it's like. You got like the gut that's like covering it. Because like it. I've definitely fucked fat dudes and like they <laughs> definitely like, I, 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 no like they, they were a, definitely that's a definitely fat. I've definitely I've definitely fat, fat dudes, dudes. Um, and like <laughs> and you can't like reach it because it's like you're just bouncing off all his belly like you know what I mean Yeah, it's kind of difficult well, to get up in there. Like, <laughs> <laughs> if I knew you could get fucked as a fat dude, I wouldn't have lost all that weight. <laughs> <laughs> this is, is life changing news, guys. <laughs> you heard it right here, at Big Talk and Bruce. Right? Getting yeah. some dominoes. Like, yeah, we're going yeah. back. <laughs> All right, so we're hitting White Castle after the show. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but like, I don't feel like it's getting bigger. I just feel like the stomach is getting smaller, so like, it, you just can see it more and reach it more. I feel like that makes. I mean, that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. You definitely yeah. have like. I you mean, can get to it. Yeah, because otherwise it's just like this, like blobbity blobbity blobbity, and they're just like, oh, uh, somewhere, like you know. But this like- is the saddest <laughs> description of, of of like foreplay I've ever heard. Like, is this it? Is this what I'm getting? Can you shove yourself out of the way of your penis? Please? It's like, wait, hold on, let me just push that up. Like- <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Some people are into that. <laughs> I, I've yeah, seen TLC. Like, like, it's a real thing. No. Yeah, TLC. Oh, TLC gets real, man. It's, well, it Dude, does TLC. feel like it, you're floating on a cloud. Like it's, it's... <laughs> oh. <laughs> No, but TLC is like the most 
realest television like ever. They found a niche, and it's just it is, gruesome. It's <laughs> like, really real. It's, I, I don't watch it at all. Oh. They, well, they have I, like they literally have a show called My Six Hundred Pound Life, right? Is that still yeah, on? That's still on. That's because like, you think after a season or two that was going to end. But no, and they, they found multiple people to be on it, and it's like what it's like to be six hundred pounds, and the people like crying because they don't want to get out the car. So I mean, they it. just filmed in Iowa. <laughs> <laughs> it's all the Iowa State <laughs> Fair. <laughs> 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 but it also was like word up to my Iowans. <laughs> Casey wasn't clear. Like fuck you, What's Iowa. Like, <laughs> like the, with the Duggars, where it's like fifty kids or something, like twenty five kids. Yeah, like, but like oh, aren't like for multiple wives. But and, like aren't like twelve of them rapists? Like yeah, like it's, like, well, like just TLC man. Like, the, like the brother was like raping his sisters. I mean, statistically, that's going to happen when you have that many kids. <laughs> like, that's just right. like, there's going to be one that's just really horny. Like, what are you going to do? Well, <laughs> <laughs> like, the bright side, you got replacements. Like, we're talking about, you know, like, you got, you like, well, give up. Well, that one goes right. to jail. Right, he that's goes to jail. We're not going to talk about him, and, uh, except for at Thanksgiving. <laughs> we're making fun of it. That was like a, that's like a, that was like a real life decision in, the, like, Irish history. Like, we could have nine, because two will make it to being adults. And, that, and the rest will be, like... Helpful until they go. That's uh, but like, and I feel like that's in a lot of countries because, like, I know, um, I, back in the day, I had to do this uh, paper about Brazil, but they didn't name their children until they were like six years old because they were afraid they were going to die, so they would just call them child and the number order birth they were. So it's like if they were like the third one, it's just like oh, child three, and you were child three until you're like five or six, and then you got a name. Wow. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah, it's pretty. That's um, I mean, that's not a bad system. You're like, well, it's if, very orderly. Like, if, if, <laughs> like, if, it's consistent. Like everyone's on the same page. Like it's like start having somebody or, like number backwards from a hundred or something to screw everything up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> child ninety nine. Wow, yeah, it's really been around. Uh, <laughs> it's like, oh, like, uh, this kid's a big pain in the ass. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 99 right, children. Like, <laughs> right, what I say? Right, because the kids are dying at that rate, and they're not naming them. Like, how do we know that it's like, it wasn't that one night, this kid's screaming? Right. <laughs> like, you know well, what? And- you used to be child number two. <laughs> That's real shit older brothers still say, by the way. It's like, oh, there was one before you, but we killed him. <laughs> I, I was definitely told that growing up, and I was like, I don't know if you're, I don't know if you're joking or not. Like that's, that is terrifying. Yeah, uh, well, older brothers do that. <laughs> yeah. He's like, yeah, I did that too. <laughs> Except for there was, and I killed him. <laughs> no, I pushed my little brother down the stairs, and I was like four. That's, uh, that's, that's normal. Like, like, While well, he it, was in a stroller. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, oh God, I told you not to eat my cheese and snack. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I could have had a pony if it wasn't for you. <laughs> it's like, mommy said I was going to get a dog. And then I got a brother. <laughs> Bye, <Right>. bitch. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, I don't know. So, like, are you certain that your your friends are going to Thailand because they don't care about climate change or that they're just sex freaks? Uh, I mean, I hope they're sex freaks. Like, I feel like that's, that's the more interesting. No, I think just want to go to Thailand. I feel like everybody wants to go to Thailand. Like, I, I don't want to go to Thailand. Like, I, I just feel like it's just very, like, I don't know. I, I, I feel like 
even though I'm not Catholic, I went to Catholic school from like six, like actually from kindergarten through 12th grade. I feel like all of like the Catholic guilt of every pope and nun would be on my shoulders that like, oh, like these these little children are being like prostituted out. Like I, I can't even buy a popsicle because it's going to go towards pedophilia. Like I mean, it's just that's like, a real specific time <laughs> reference. Like, like, like that's, no, so I am Catholic and I think that makes you Catholic as well because I've been to church since I was like 15. So like, yeah, that's, you mean, got me beat. You've been since then. Uh, you went until the end of high school. But uh, no, I think. I mean, Thailand's it's it's nice looking, like on the outside. I don't like maybe don't like, maybe just, don't. All these people are being exploited. Well, maybe Jesus, don't visit Mother an and underage Mary. prostitute like, like that. It's like, but I mean, like, right, don't just go there don't for an underage prostitute. But I feel like. What else do people know. go there for? For exactly. Like, I mean, or do yeah, I don't know? Like, yeah, like, you're, <laughs> you're going there for an underage prostitute, or you're going there to like kill yourself through uh, auto. Or you do like illicit drugs and try like you know some crazy whatever what you're about, doing. Like, there? My, my friend was just there, and like we were talking, and she like went to like some stripper place where like the strippers were like stuffing like all types of like stuff like up in them and then like writing their names with crayons and damn yeah that is it like, yeah now and, like, i feel like i have to go <laughs> yeah. Dude, no, there was like, no, like one shooter, like stripper, like shooting darts, like out of like her vagina, like onto the wall. Jesus, yeah, and, and hitting like targets, like people. That's what they do in Thailand. Yeah, well, that's, that's the like, opposite. Of every every strip they, like, up story, fuck animals I, and yeah. Oh my God, you guys know way more about Thailand than yeah. I do. Like, <laughs> I was like beautiful a... beaches, <laughs> like that. I know you're like no, they have yeah, that's child you, prostitutes yeah, that, that's and women. When you wake up in the morning, yeah. What did you do last night? Yeah. As I have a lot of friends that have, like, gone to Thailand and, like, you know, have given me, like, kind of, like, really descriptive, you know, accounts of being there. And, like, the whole time, like, after, I'm just like, oh, God, I hope they don't sit on my toilet seat. (laughs) (laughs) I have to talk to my friends more about this. this You guys are really changing my uh, my expectations for their trips. It's just like, I hope you know you're on a highway to hell. <laughs> like- <laughs> Wait, I wanted to get to this one, though, because I saw we're talking about uh, evacuating New York City. Oh, if yeah. some shit were to go down. Dude, nobody's getting what out. What the fuck would you do? Nobody's like, getting I've always, I've always thought about this scenario from like... Well, the, the rich people movie, will get out. Um, <laughs> Independence Day, where uh, like the, the spaceship comes over like New York City and like you see like all the people like freaking out like... What would you do? So this is literally the only reason I still go to the gym is so I can run out of the city. Like that's all it is. I'm just like I need to be able to run faster than everybody else because nobody's getting out on the trains or cars. Like that's gonna that's stopping immediately. <laughs> There's eight million people here. That shit's going nowhere. <laughs> you think it's bad during rush hour? Wait till the doors can't close. That stop like, one. Everybody think you gotta leave now. What? <laughs> it like. So I I feel like your best bet is going to be to research the old bootlegging tunnels that were like under the city, like when they used to bootleg booze, and those things will go out into like Jersey and like Westchester and like because like I live in Yonkers, and there. So still- you're going to be good. No, like I mean, if something. <laughs> <laughs> If some like real shit happens, I'm, I'm coming to your 20 house. Twenty minutes mm-hmm. away from the city, like I'm still getting hit. Like you know, like if if yeah, we you had, gotta, you got a head start. 
Like you don't have to go over bridges and in tunnels and shit. Like that's right. that's yeah. where we're gonna get slowed it's down. Like I'm trying to walk to get to where your house is. It's gonna take me a day. Like, right? Yeah, <laughs> but this is what I'm telling you. It's like if if you find the bootlegging tunnels of yesteryear, those tunnels will take you to like the outer boroughs, and they'll take you to like Westchester and Northern oh, Westchester, and you just like you know well, get like, through those tunnels. I feel like now we're just advocating kids. Just like kids, if you want to stay safe, go find old tunnels from 100 years ago. And make sure they're still functional. That's uh, their parents' problem. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, uh, it could be worse. Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, like, no. you know, you'll find the mole people. The mole people will help you. Dude, so that's also a real thing. There are, you know, subway people. Like, there, there are people that live in the tunnels in the subway system. I like, believe Like, full it. communities. They, yeah. they have their own systems and, like, society. Yeah. They're, they're going to kill everybody when they start going to the, <laughs> like there's no way they're going to be happy about like a million new yorkers trying to walk their way out of the city in the subway tunnels they're going to be some murders <laughs> like you don't want to lead the group is this into how the, the walking dead starts i think this is how like, <laughs> <laughs> that's a thing too though like what if there's a zombie apocalypse that yeah. shit were to go down in oh new forget york? about it that's yeah i'm going I, I think i'm going to the top of that tall ass building that's built on 57th street or south park avenue or south of the park it's like a thousand feet tall. Nobody's gonna be. Nobody's gonna have the energy to fight me once they get to the top. <laughs> like nobody's gonna climb an eleven hundred foot ta- tower and be like, "Let's go." They're gonna. They're gonna die at like the fiftieth floor. You just gotta get there before the elevator breaks and just ride it out. That's, I'm uh, um, taking Japanese sword fighting. That's that's how I'm gonna defeat the zombie apocalypse. <laughs> gotta buy some <laughs> swords though. You can't just be like, right, Shit, I gotta get down to the dojo. <laughs> I mean, it's getting real. <laughs> it's like. <laughs> Yeah, they gotta learn how to use them first. Uh, I, yeah, like. But no, I mean, I think it's it's a real like. There's no way there's a real, that's New a York real, can evacuate ever. Uh, yeah, not like, really. Like, if there was like really an evacuation, even for just like a storm or something, Hurricane Tutu is coming. Like, oh no, it's like, it, it's like you need to. Tutus are adorable. Yeah, and then you got like, the- <laughs> actually hit you. <laughs> and then you got like half of Queens. That's like I've been here since '62. I'm not going anywhere. Yeah. Like, well, that, I mean, that does clear up some room on the highways. Like, it's sad. I mean, but, like, I mean you have nice real Queens. estate in Staten Island, though. <laughs> yeah, Staten Island's like a barrier island. Like, <laughs> just fucking take it. Just leave the rest of us where we are. <laughs> Like it's fine. <laughs> Wait, they it's probably like, wouldn't even leave Staten Island. Like we oh, sacrificed Staten Island to the borough. gods of the storm. Right. <laughs> 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 the saddest. Take Atlantis. the island <laughs> of the Staten Star. Damn. We didn't need them anyway. We're just going hard at like <laughs> Wait, Iowa and hey. Staten Island. We're just like, like foot hour, foot Staten Island. Island. Love you. Yeah. <laughs> but you gotta take one for the team on this one. You know, like that's, you, know you do. And there's four other boroughs. Don't so think about yourself. <laughs> Trying to act like you're Manhattan. No. Oh, I mean, <laughs> Jersey would probably be the best option, I feel like. Yeah. I, I think that, like, well, because like- they're stronger than the storm. <laughs> <laughs> It's just impossible. If that happens, we're just gonna die. I said, I mean, it's, it's, nobody, nobody's gonna. Act. I think. Well, half the people are gonna go to Long Island and just be like, "Oh, we're going to go to the beach." Like, it's a tsunami. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's like, hello. Uh, it's, uh, but no, it's the same. It's the same thing with. Uh, this is my. This is my thought with like most of America is that like once you discount like half the people that are like fucking idiots and gonna go in the wrong direction, 
you might have a real shot. <laughs> like, I mean, like, if, if you start out on foot first, you got a real shot at this one. Don't start, like, trying to slam into the subway with, like, everybody else. Nope. You're that's right. it. I kind of think, like, right, our bike, just start biking down the street and just keep headed out. out. Go north, sir. Go north. Go north. Right, exactly. That's exactly. Like, that's all it is. Uh, that's probably the best bet. Yeah, and I think, like, because, honestly, we could Because use- half of the people are stupid, and they're going to, like, go to the subway, or they're going to hop in a car, or they're all going to try to go to LaGuardia. I'm either going bootleggers tunnel, or I'm going higher ground. You're already in Westchester. <laughs> yeah, she's coming into the city. She's fighting <laughs> the flow draft. <laughs> she's coming with her samurai like, sword. This shit. She's going to be on the other side where everybody's like I'm leaving out. I'm taking this island for my people. <laughs> <laughs> Leave, you traitors. Akuna <laughs> <laughs> Matata, bitches. <laughs> it's the most aggressive Akuna Matata that's ever been said. <laughs> like, no worries, now die. <laughs> That's what you relax first. It seems stressful for you. <laughs> I am looking for a man with six fingers and one hand. Um, I do love the Princess Bride. Yeah, yeah. you got to call out that reference. That's yeah, one of the one of my favorite movies. No, it's an awesome movie. I love that movie. Um, and, and it's so strange to see like Mandy Patinkin now, like on like Homeland or whatever, and it's you're just like, wait a second, but like. What happened to you? (laughs) (laughs) But you were good. (laughs) Uh, No, that movie, what's also like, everybody in that movie has gone on to strange careers. Yeah. With the exception of like Andre the Giant, who was pretty predictable in his path. Like that was, he was. I I smash people. (laughs) Yeah. His career was, uh, was pretty solid. Uh, But yeah, I mean, I think. Mandy Patinkin. Wow, that's a name I haven't heard in a while, by the way. Yeah. I didn't know anybody knew his real name. He's just the guy from The Princess Bride. Yeah, no. That's, uh, uh, I'm, I'm you impressed. You killed my father. Prepare to die. Um, you know what actually ruined my childhood? Um, Jennifer Connelly with that uh, Requiem for a Dream. <gasps> yeah. That's, uh, that's a, that is a fucked up movie. I was really thinking about that movie the other night, actually. <laughs> Yeah, because I used to watch Labyrinth like 10,000 times and and then like I saw Requiem for a Dream and I'm just like, oh, what is she putting where? Like- ass to ass. <laughs> <laughs> that was... That was a good life. That's an, in, that's an intense movie. That was movie. a very that's, intense yeah. movie. Well, it's also like she was in like her prime when that movie came out and most Hollywood actresses would do like a Wolf of Wall Street type nudity scene where like... It's nice. Yeah. Like, you're like, oh, you're a beautiful woman. No, she was like, I'm going to go drug addict having money thrown at her to fuel her and, habit. Right. Like, yeah. that's, like doing a like, oh double dodo. Yeah. <laughs> right? Like, that's, uh, it was an artistic choice. <laughs> that's a, yeah. Uh, I, I love but that movie, though. Ruined my childhood. Because, like, in, in my head, when I see Jennifer Connelly, I'm just like, dance magic dance and i'm just thinking like david bowie singing songs and now he's dead and then like and and i'm just like oh labyrinth and then like rec room for a dream and i'm like my childhood is ruined i need to see my therapist (laughs) yeah 
It's like it's horrible. Well, it's horrible. A lot of drugs. I've like completely blocked out that movie from my memory. Like that's I've seen it once and I was like, uh, I'm gonna forget that one. See, right? I uh, saw I saw it once and that was like my reaction. I'm gonna forget it, but then like I saw it a couple more times. Like, <laughs> let me open my mind up to this movie. Yeah, and <laughs> then you're like, <laughs> ass ass bitch ass ass. Right, exactly. Now I'm able to like quote it. Like, uh, like, <laughs> This is the guy. This is the end. It was, like, it was like, yeah, oh ass, ass. Like, what should she do when she's there? Like, with the other girl. Like, oh, it's like, oh shit, Jesus. That's yeah. right, exactly. And it's just like, That's, uh, yeah, like, yeah. And I saw it a couple more times. <laughs> like, yeah, I hated it, and I was like, ah, well, I'm gonna give it another watch. Uh, and then right. there's someone that's not even into the vajayjay. <laughs> <laughs> <Come on. laughs> I got a snake from Marlon Wayne. <laughs> You're like, I'll suffer through vagina for this. Jerry <laughs> <laughs> Little's hot, too. So it's like, you know, Jerry Little, Marlon Wayans, they're best friends. I feel like I'd be like their gay homeboy. <laughs> it's just like, you know, that day that they're questioning, you'll just be right you know, there. Like, <laughs> you know, you sell to me all the time. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, I'll tell you a little bit about ass Um. So, Pete, like, do you feel that, uh, like, weddings are just really just, like, one-upping? Dude, all right. So, weddings. So, I'm. All right. So, I've been invited to, I think, nine or ten weddings this year. Mm. <clears throat> so, I'm pretty bitter about this whole system. <laughs> like, uh, Just I, this year. Yeah, just this year. And so, like. First of all, I didn't know I had that many friends. Do you go to really, all of them? or? Uh, yeah, almost all of them. I Have you that, calculated how much money you're going to spend on going to all of them? Oh, no. That's a I, that, it's, oh, it's a ton. It's right. like, between the gift, gift travel, travel, hotel, hotel, your outfit, and then bachelor parties, right. tuxes if you're in the wedding, whatever you need. It's it's all of my vacation time and money just rolled <laughs> into one. And I'm like, hey, I'm glad that you guys have been together for six years. You lived together for four. You like, just go to City Hall. Like, yeah. no, there's no, but no, there's no reason. Like, so I, I live with my girlfriend now. There's no reason to have a huge wedding for us. Like, don't get me wrong. I have no choice. If I propose to her, I'm fucked. We're, we're having a, a huge thing. Right. Uh, but like, no, there's no reason. Like, th- there's real milestones in relationships, right? Like, moving in together and like the first time, like, she walks in on you in the bathroom. Like, have a party that she didn't dump your ass in that moment. Hmm. Like there's no like you've been together forever. Everybody knows you that, that you guys are together. To have a forty thousand dollar wedding with like a live band and roses everywhere, so that you can go back to arguing about the fucking cable bill next month is stupid. <laughs> like, that shit doesn't make any sense. Like, it's, what are we doing here? And like half the people in the room don't even like you. Like you invited your entire families. Like no, screen them. Come on. You don't yeah. need crazy Aunt Lynn showing up who's like out of her mind. Yeah, it's, uh, but no, that's so that's just uh, maybe instead I'm Irish and like Irish families, I feel like just don't like an Irish wedding. You know, some shit's gonna happen. You know, like well, somebody's falling down a hill. <laughs> like somebody else is getting kicked out during the ceremony. Is your girlfriend <laughs> Irish too, or no? She's like uh, she's like Polish and Italian or something. Okay, so like you know the rest of Europe that nobody likes. <laughs> 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 Nobody's like, oh yeah, the Swedes. That uh, no, I didn't know, but it's the, yeah. it, it is really annoying. You get invited like all these weddings, you have to spend like all this money to like make sure just just getting there and being there, like not even being involved. Yeah, and like, it, like just seen, coming with a gift. It's like I don't know. My cash. friends are all degenerates. We're all single. 
Like, I go to, I get invited to like one wedding every three years. It's like, oh, oh, shit, you made it. Married? <laughs> Damn. And then you're just like, all right, I gotta do it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and that's how you find out they're pregnant. <laughs> yeah. like, like, oh, that's a. Uh, and it broke, a, huh? Didn't it? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations. Uh, uh. It's like, <laughs> you're really hoping it looks like him, aren't you? <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like, why does this baby look Chinese? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. The cab driver. I flipped a coin on which one to marry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. No, I, I think that, no, it's, I mean, I also think that, like, if you look at the way men and women get into engagements, too, it, it, it's like, it's a very different thing. Like, I, like, I have friends that have diamond guys now. And, like, if you have a diamond guy, like, you're you're a serial killer like you're, there's no normal <laughs> diamond guy nobody's ever been like oh yeah my diamond guy lives down the block from me no they yeah. live, they all live in south jersey every one of them only wears like a black t-shirt leather pants and jewelry and they just go around selling like tax-free diamonds which like that's not a real thing that's they're all like, they're all <laughs> criminals is what i'm saying like, so like and then like and then if you're a girl you just sit around and wait for a beautiful ring to be given to you that's a very different setup than like me texting my friends for my diamond guy. Like I did the same thing in high school for my drug guy. That's, <laughs> like, that's it's a very it's the same system. It's just more expensive now. Uh, yeah. Is that so? You're gonna go to the diamond guy? Yeah, right. So <laughs> if my girlfriend's listening, uh, I'm not proposing. So <laughs> like, we got time. <laughs> okay, that's gonna be an interesting breakfast. <laughs> How long have you guys been together? Uh, like four years. So like we, I mean, we live together. I have, a, I have a dog. Like she's not going anywhere. Four That's years, like, you guys live together. Yeah. So, but I you spent, don't got time, bro. Here's the thing, guys. If you <laughs> are, if you're, if you're living with your girlfriend and you're worried that she's going to leave you because you haven't proposed, get a dog. Like that's it. That's the entire. I have 14 years now. Like my dog is one year old. My dog, if I treat her well, will live to be 15. She's not going anywhere till that dog is gone. How old are both of you guys? Uh, I'm 27. She's also she's 28. So. 28? Yeah, yeah, You so. got two years, bruh. <laughs> I got, I, Let me tell you something. When you turn 29, that shit starts ticking. You start <laughs> yeah, to yeah. think about, what am I doing with my life? What are we doing? I mean, he's been engaged. Have you really? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, there's, a, there's a second story there. Cause I'm not, not now. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't want to like, ask, but I feel like I want to ask. Like, was it you or was it? Uh, no, it was him. <laughs> oh, he, he he proposed to me, and it's he needed citizenship. Yeah, there we go. So that's yeah. all right. So it's a little, little little different. Well, maybe yeah. He maybe lied, if your girl needs, a needs a green card, then you should propose. Like that's right. like or but, your guy, but, whatever. Like that's. But I'm just telling you that like she's about to be 29 thinking about getting to 30 you start to think about things like a little bit differently what was he was he also getting a 30 like was that like a green card he was over 30 30. i I know know. how i was when i was about to turn 30 and i wanted to have i almost like had a baby with some random chick (laughs) and yeah i'm gay i was about to fuck her and have a kid (laughs) (laughs) that's a that's a real moment of crisis right there All right, so uh, David is giving me the wrap up, fuckers. Uh, let see, one more thing. So, scientifically, do you think that we're focusing on the wrong things? I mean, so, 
A little bit. Well, I just don't understand a lot of the things that exist like today. I don't understand. So we can't cure viruses. Like we have treatments, but we can't cure a virus. There's no like antibiotic for viruses, but we can make paper like, like not absorb boiling water indefinitely. Like, if yeah. you, like I go to Starbucks all the time. And I just get like boiling water pulled, poured into a paper cup and no, nobody asks questions. Like, what is that's not normal like i've never poured boiling water on a piece of paper and been like this is gonna end well yeah this like, is true it's there like, was this some is not gonna end with me three degree burns somebody who went to mit came up with this fucking new way to design paper that it could take hot liquids mm-hmm. and that guy is an asshole like he should have gone that to guy is school. rich as fuck <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that guy is crushing it right now yeah <laughs> he's sitting at the top of his tower right? like, like and he's just like oh you think i'm an asshole dude <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's no but that's it's that kind of shit where it's like that or it's uh i don't understand where like pigment comes from like why is it that i can buy a pink shirt I've never seen some of the shades of colors that are in fashion in the natural world. Like they don't exist. I've never seen like a like a, a rainbow fuchsia anything. Are we just right. like crushing up flowers and just dumping them into vats and that's Back it? Back in like, the day, like that. I don't like. So all of this stuff is just like it's. I don't get any of it. And so now and then I look at it. I'm like, but we can't figure out how to not pollute and shit. Like I feel like. The same people. It's the same people that know how to make dyes that know how to like, I don't know, cure cancer. But their dyes are polluting. (laughs) (laughs) That's probably true. They're probably, I should blame them for more shit and not uh, people going to Thailand. (laughs) The people going to Thailand are just trying. They're sinners. Right. They're just trying to have sex with children. And that's, uh, I mean, or, you know, like self auto asphyxiate or something, but like, you know, it's, it's, they're just, <laughs> I thought it was self. They're, yeah. They're, they're, they're pulling a carotene. You gotta go all the way to Thailand to do that. <laughs> <laughs> well, how are you gonna do it in Carradine's hotel room if you're not in fucking Thailand? Um, all right. So we have to wrap up. Before we go, though, Peter, where can everyone follow you on social media? What projects are you working on? What's your next show? Uh, so I'm on Facebook at Peter Brocker. Uh, I have a Twitter. You will be pretty bored trying to figure out when I'm tweeting. I tweet super sporadically. Uh, so maybe don't follow me there. Uh, my next show is gonna be, uh, what is today? Friday. I think actually my next show is, uh, Wednesday at the comic strip. Cool. Uh, and then, um, my next project is uh, just trying to get my life together. I feel like that's a that's, that's a real project. That's a real thing. It's just it's like trying to yeah. project. I just wake yeah. up and I'm like, what am I doing here? Yeah, I, I hear you, Rodney. Uh, you can catch me tomorrow as uh, the evening with Sarah Vaughn, our uh, the backers audition I'm doing. If you guys like want to come to it, RSVP on Facebook. Um, I'm also doing a comedy competition show at Broadway Comedy Club. I'm judging tomorrow night at 6 p.m. So, yeah, look me up. Um, On the 29th, I'm going to be at UGG show at Mockingbird. It's um, Todd Monesey's show. Uh, you can catch me at Broadway Comedy Club for Fashionably Funny on September the 29th. We're going to be at uh, Auto Shrunken Head the first Saturday of the month for Merriment and Mortification. And we will be right here on uh, Big Talking Brewskies 
I'm Marissa Smith, and be good to yourselves, be good to each other, and remember, you guys, this Russia shit is real. Have a good weekend. Talking brewskis, Marissa Smith is who you see. What a cooler combo in here. Crack a cold while we're on the air. Big talking brewskis, Marissa Smith is who you see. What a cooler combo in here. Crack a cold while we're on the air. Kicking back, having a few beers, we're chatting. Pull up your chair, we're all relaxing. Any subject, we never dismiss. Big talking brewskis with Marissa Smith. Comedy, sex, relationships, more. Any subject, we got it in store. Big talking brewskis is coming in live. Crack when open, Marissa has arrived. Big talking brewskis with Marissa Smith. Yeah.